Welcome to this week of Missouri Politics Midweek Update. Glad to have everybody here. We got a little, we got a, we got a side co-host today, uh, Gussie Fawn coming in. Oh, now he's giving me, he's punching me. Uh, let's talk right off the top. We're going to get into our tip sheet, and we're going to make a few predictions. Uh, uh, would have a sign of knowledge, but I think my man Gussie has stolen it. Um, so we're going to do this. We're going to fly blind here. F-150 campaign tour. Come out and come into your city. Uh, the story should be live right now, MissouriTimes.com. We're start, we started off today here in Cole County, Missouri, the state capital, talking about the uh, the state senate race here with the Senator Bernskin. We've got a primary challenge, Scott Rydell. Um, if I had to guess, uh, let's go through the stops first. Then we're gonna we're, we're hitting the truck in a minute. Gussie, you ready to roll down to Phelps County? Yeah. Phelps County. We may have us a malt down there. Uh, talk about that SD16 race. Then we're heading west. We're heading out to uh, the, the Jackson County. May visit with our buddy Pete Mundo tomorrow. Going to go and uh, going to go up to the Great Northwest and talk to um, going to go up to the Great Northwest and talk about that state senate seat up there to replace Dan Hageman. You don't replace Dan Hageman. Uh, you just try to follow in his footsteps a little bit, right, Gussie? That's right. He said that's right. Jackson County. We're talking about SD8 down there. Should be a good time. Uh, then we're heading south. We're going to go down to southwest Missouri. We're going to probably take the, pretty much the route that uh, General Price took after Westport, right, guys? He knows. Uh, we're going to be Newton County and Greene County, talk about those two state Senate races down there. We'll talk U.S. Senate race all over the map everywhere we go. Um, might even hop in. I, I've been trying to get on the Billy bus for months now. Hopefully, we can figure that out. I hope we run across Senator Hartzler. I've got my son with me, so we probably shouldn't do a Dragons event. God, some of you are sickos. Um, then uh, that's that's Wednesday. We'll be in Newton and Green. Then um, we'll be coming up 44 uh, on Thursday to Freedom Loving Franklin County, uh, as Tim Brinker would say. We'll see if we can get all see if we can find one of them Germans that join us at the sandbar or something, and find out what's on the minds of folks. Um, uh, finds out what's on folks' mind over in uh, Freedom Loving Franklin. Then we'll be uh, we'll be on we'll be on the road the next day. We're gonna take this week in Missouri politics. Uh, then we're heading to St. Charles County, home of the crazies, right, Gussie? Right. Then we're gonna go up to Lane County and talk about that SD uh, ten race to replace. You don't replace the Senator Riddle's a tall task. We'll see if it can happen. Then uh, Saturday we got we got a little twofer, right? We can't. Uh, we have Gussie's baseball game that we had to put on the map Saturday morning. He'll be destroying some local little league team. I would the Thunder. This is, see, this is the problem with singles, right? Uh, you know, you try and you try and you try, but they canceled the game because it was too hot. Now, let me ask you a question. If you've ever been watching this, have you ever heard of a little kid baseball game canceled because it's too hot? Uh, chaps me too. So they, the, uh, the Sharks got delayed their whipping, but we're going to lay it on whoever's, whoever's upset. Right, Gussie? Yep. So uh, after that, we're going to be going down to First and Math, Last and Math, Jefferson County. Uh, we'll be heading down there, uh, talk about that state senate race. Probably get, a, I guarantee you, some of you Jeffco folks are freaking sick enough. Some of you are grinding folks. I guarantee you, now, German people in Franklin County, probably, you know, we're not dumb. Well, there's, there's the gal that got baptized, but I mean, that's just weird. Uh, we're going to give that an outlier to all Germans. Uh, down in Jeffco, we'll find some sick freaks that are for Grattans. You watch. You sickos. You want your son to date the Grattans supporter. You don't want to bring her home. And if, if Grattans were trying to date my daughter, you've got a problem. Freaks. Um, 
Jeffco will be a Saturday. Then Sunday, we're heading down to St. Francois, the county that should be called Engler County. We're going to we'll talk a little U.S. Senate race down there. And we'll just talk to Kevin Engler. Hell, I mean, I don't even really give a damn we go to the rally. I just, we'll go visit with Kevin. Uh, that'll, be, that'll be a fun time. I, I got invited to the Cape Girardeau rally, but Butler County, man, we don't go to Cape Girardeau County unless we go for court. So I don't have any intention on going to Cape County by choice. So we're going to see uh, we're going to see a rally for the U.S. Senate race in in Engler County. Uh, well, I, I would say as, as Kevin goes, so goes the county. Or if they're smart, that's what they'll do. Um, then uh, then we're shooting across Corn Country. We'll be going over to uh, Saline County for uh, on Monday. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll try to hit Callaway County too if we can. Uh, kind of the, that that Senate District Ten is so big, you really have to do it in two stops. Uh, try to visit with them on Monday, then Sunday, then Monday, Tuesday. I think we're going to be in St. Louis for election night, um, election night festivities. Uh, always fun. Keep up. This time knowledge does not do you wrong. You know what's up. If you want to know who wins first and how and why, you know the time knowledge will tell you every year, 100% accuracy. Always first, always right. Um, the German way, the cardinal way. Speaking of that, how pissed is everyone? I'm just going to tell you. I don't know how to be more pissed. Um, I don't have to be more pissed. I mean, Arenado and Goldschmidt, look, I took the vaccine, no problem. Guzzi took his, Millie took hers. Uh, I get it, fine. There was an unwritten contract with the vaccine that I talked to you about. If you took the vaccine, the liberals would just shut up. That was the unwritten, unwritten part of this. If you just take the vaccine, the liberals shut up and stop bothering people. But you didn't. You broke the covenant. You still made kids wear masks. Now, years later, years later, who's even heard of COVID anymore? I know you're going to say Biden, but here's the thing. If you've taken all the shots and boosters and you still get COVID, is it really a vaccine? Or is it? Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not a vaccine denier. I took my vaccine. I thought you'd leave me the hell alone, and you just don't leave me the hell alone. There's really no way the liberals just leave you alone. And, I, and I, I'm pretty understanding of all this. I think you want to get a shot every day. I took my vaccine, and I might consider a booster, maybe, uh, if you could tell me that this would be it. But I don't know that you can tell me that. So, and then when the, when the Cardinals' best two players, two of the greatest Americans this country has to offer, can't get into America Junior because of your COVID stuff, well, what do you got, like a, a diphtheria policy? Was it like a polio policy? You free, just... This is the problem. It's not a cannabis. Cannabis sucks. Everyone knows cannabis sucks. Everything about cannabis sucks. It's freezing cold. And they'll bet they still worry about global warming. Global warming can help you people. You should be so lucky. Uh, but you don't let the Cardinals come. We don't want to play the Blue Jays, and no one cares. We should just trade the hockey people. And just don't don't make us go up there. Interleague plays bullshit to start. But I'll just tell you how to carry the catch. There should be no mixing of umpires, no early play, no BH. But, you know, the, the hippies always screw up everything. They always whine and complain. They never stop complaining. Right, Gussie? Right. They And they, they, they messed up baseball. I really think the Antichrist, my mom would probably tell you, no, she would agree at this point. There's no question in my mind, Rob Manfred is the Antichrist. Everything he's ever done has been just awful for this country. All of its national pastime. The fact that you have to go to Canada, uh, who cares? Just if Canada can't figure out how to let people come to the country, let Cardinals come to the country, and my buddy Colin Rice, who's just as liberal today as long, bless a little commie heart, 
He's like, oh, well, this is a, no. The commitment here is, why are we made? Why are we sharing our national pastime with American Jews? They they don't deserve it. They don't deserve. It. Move to Farmington, Kevin A. Kevin A. Go make sure everybody get it out of Farmington. Be no problem. I just think it's the damnedest thing that we're in the middle of a division chase and we have to deal with cannibal bullcrap. I know. I'm as ticked off as you are. I can't. I mean, seriously. If we took the vaccines, you would shut. And you just don't shut up. You just want to run. Everyone else's lives. And I honestly have been pretty pro-vaccine until now. Now, I'm totally with my mom. My dad's like responsible as he got his vaccine. I try to do like he did. My mom's so stubborn. She thinks it's all a plot, probably get from that mom. But I'm with my mom. Mom, you're right. I was wrong. You're right. There was no value of the vaccine. None. They're never going to shut up and leave people alone. And, and I really, you know, it takes... I have pretty understanding until you measure the Cardinals. Then that's my last nerve. I'm there. And the fact that these screwballs, you got a cold. Walk it off. Rub some dirt, right? The president's 100. He's fine. I think Paul Goldschmidt, who's having an MVP season, is pretty damn healthy. I don't think Paul Goldschmidt's going to get you sick. Ugh, can't be. I, you know what? I'm going to get maple syrup. I am. I'm done with it. Maple syrup's over for me. Definitely. Let's talk about these center races. Um... Let's pull it up here. Tip sheet time. So right now you have 16 round Republicans, 10 Senate Democrats, 7 Iowa folks, and, uh, and Senator Whelan, uh, roughly, roughly the state of play. So you reshuffle that back around. Senator Whelan, the Whelan caucus will go away because he's only in the caucus. So that'll go away, and then you're going to whittle that down, and you kind of start back again once you figure out Senator Crawford has an opponent who's giving her grief. Uh, Senator Luke Demire is fine. Uh, I think you could easily say Senator Burskett is fine. So that's going to take. I, uh, we're we the campaign tour today. He's doing this whole campaign. What he, probably what he had to do to win. So that, if Senator Burskett is there, that's ten. Uh, it's nine Routon, five Iber, and, and nine Senate Democrats. Uh, if you had your Burskett in, I, I've been in Searpoise District. I think Sierra Boy is going to be fine. Uh, having two, uh, uh, having two, Senator Burt, uh, former Senator Muslim, is letting me know to tour business northeast Missouri. We're hitting Troy, but I mean, you, you don't have a race. Nobody was dumb enough to file against Senator Olaf. Uh, probably a smart call on their part. Um, Senator Sierra Boy, I think, is in a good place. Uh, Senator Hub, I think, is in a good place. Um, so once you add those three, now you're up to, uh, to, uh, 11 round Republicans, five Iowa Republicans, nine Senate Democrats. Then you go to these open seats, right? This, and then I think in 24, look, Senator uh, Rowden, without a lot of upsets on election, primary election day, will be the pro tem. The only way that we get his cost to him is if he had money in the bank, like saving money to go after Tracy McCreary and let him come up lose, then I think there'd be problems. And I don't think uh, Caleb Rowden is not an unforced error guy. That would really surprise me if that happened. I think they will, I mean, finally, I believe after four years, they realize there's two caucuses there, and they're spending their money to reelect their caucus and to add to it, and the Iowa caucus spending their money to defeat them and to add to their caucus. And the fact that there's like a harmonious thing is just fantasy. It's just not real. And I think you're seeing they're supposed to actually realizing that and acting like it. Um, not saying either side's good or bad, but they're not the same side. I mean, common sense, right? And, and I'm probably a little testy after the tragic international incident that Canada caused. 
which I really think we should just give to Putin now. Just be like, we're not looking. As long as he figures out how to let Arnado play this week. Which I figure if he took over, he'd have to take over the game time. Hell, it's three, three hours. I mean, Canada. Um, so let's just walk through these races here. You got um, uh, you got the open seats. Uh, look, I think there's a lot of folks that thought that Ryan Pat was going to come in big for Cinder Wheeland um, or for Representative Wheeland in the Senate race. I don't think that's happened. Um, I think he was going to have to outspend Representative Shore. Don't think that's happened. Uh, I think both of them could win either way. It is a, it's a suburb race, so nobody knows anybody. But if I had to pick uh, one or the other, Gus, come on, you're killing me. Go there. I mean, people want to hear you fight, but like, I can't really. They would want to watch you fight with your wrestlers. Right now, I think Ultimate Warrior's having a hard time at the hands of the Ulster. Uh, so I, you know, without unless there's some spending happening like now, uh, I would, if I had to be one or the other, I'd want to be sure. Uh, the 26 is interesting. I mean, that's that's kind of the thing we thought. If there was a race, right path pack was made for it, would have been the 26. Uh, ben Brown had the Conservative Caucus. Would be a very energetic member of that caucus. Um, again, you can decide if that's good or bad for yourself. Um, I think he'll be, uh, I think it'll, it'll, um, that's the kind of race you would have assumed they would have came in heavy and with the people that don't have any name ID or a lot of ties, uh, politically would have been easy to beat. But the, again, two opponents, kind of like a center center point. Uh, he was, he benefits from having two opponents. There's benefits from having two opponents here for, uh, Ben Brown, uh, kind of Nate Tate and Bob Jones going to fish in the same pond. Uh, if I had to guess, if I had to be one of them, I think I'd rather be Ben Brown. But I mean, still a volatile race that could go either way, anyway. Pop, really, uh, this is where money would matter at the end. And but again, you got to probably have that. I mean, you're not going to be able to buy media time without a check in hand, and you got to have that check. I mean, you're just getting down to the practical matters of funding, uh, paying for things. You just don't. You run out of time. Um, then uh, looking over Rusty Black, I think Rusty Black's in good shape. Eggles is running a full race, but uh, Rusty Black uh, started a lot of infrastructure and a lot of money. And I think he's, uh, I'd say he's in a good place. If I had to be one of the other, I'd want to be uh, Rusty Black. Curtis Trent and Brian Gellner, uh, you know, I, I think this race was kind of started off in waves. It started off, you think Curtis Trent would have had a good lockdown on support and money and grassroots folks. Gellner comes out with a killer quarter. Raises local money by the bushels. Uh, then I think Curtis Trent's probably, I would say the ground game is favors Curtis. He's been hitting it, no question about it. Dog and they do in those doors. I don't think Gellner could catch up. I think Gellner probably be good on the doors. Uh, if there was, I would say if I, went, if I had to guess right or die, I would say Trent. But, but absolutely, Gellner's still in that race. I could win it. But if I had to guess, he's going to have to come from behind a little bit uh, to, to pull that out. I saw the mailers are getting real mean and nasty, um, which they, I mean, you know, I think mean races are the way it is, and, and I'm not, you know, I have a little time to whine about them, and the trippy are not whining, but the, the the mail is getting, I would say that where I think the race is, where the Gilner folks think the race is, and you can tell that when the mail gets real, real mean and real, real nasty, so it's getting mean and nasty. In Green and Webster, Day, Bart, Barry, it's, it's going to be a, a mean race. We'll see who comes out. If I, if I had to pick one or two of them, I, could be, I think I'd be uh, Curtis right now. Cinder um, Huff, look, I mean, you've got all of City Hall lined up behind their institutional establishment candidate. Uh, it's a damnedest thing. That city is just lockstep. The City Hall folks and establishment folks are lockstep behind uh, 
uh, Roma, no Ken to Gary, uh, against Lincoln. Um, I think he's produced a great amount, probable jealousy. Don't really know. Uh, I don't think they'll court Bush. I actually wrote a column. You could read it at MissouriTimes.com. Uh, I think that, that they should court Bush themselves and kick Lincoln out. I think Jason Bean should be the budget chair. And then what we can do is, as budget chair, he can just bring, you know, you guys need to worry about important things like guns and abortion as Springfield senator. Jason could just slide those Springfield cardinals over to Papa Bluff, Dexter, maybe Peach Orchard. I mean, you know, let him pick it. So he's the chairman. Then that college, I mean, you guys probably have too much going on. I mean, you've got, did you know right now, if the Republicans close the borders of pregnant women, still, we see how these borders could be. If you smuggled a pregnant woman out of the state, that baby insider wouldn't have her second amendment rights. So I think right now, the, what, the, the, next, the next chapter of the pro-life struggle would be the mandatory carry of fetuses transported across state lines. Because everyone knows the only way to stop a bad abortion doctor with a scalpel is a good baby with a gun. And I think a senator from Springfield is the perfect person to do that. Now, not Lincoln. He probably worries about serious things. But, but that would be the exact type of thing. And that college at Missouri State, we could just slide that over pop of bluff. Maybe get Todd to run it. I mean, that's normally when you need someone to handle something tough in the state, you call Todd. Uh, Richardson, that, that'd probably be the move. And then, you know, they wouldn't miss it. Cliff Smart would learn to love autumn and pop It'd be great. Then, you know, Bass Pro, we could kind of slide that over. Um, uh, they don't need that. You're focused on activism, right? You could do like, you could do like marches or pro, whatever the court was for. You could do all that same stuff. And, and look, Lincoln's been there long enough. I think it'll be fine. I think it'll be fine. I think Jason Bean will do well. And look, Springfield can be an activism hub. And I think that'd be, as a South Missourian, outstanding. I actually think they're not going to court much themselves. They'll re-elect him. Uh, shoot going up 44. Uh, you take a turn. You take a turn there at Washington, cut over. You go to Jeffco. And this is the hardest race to predict, I think. Uh, to me, I think there's a very good shot that if, um, if they don't, if there is no... If there is no late money, uh, I think I'd rather be Ben Brown, right? And the Carbers have come in, but I feel, I feel like I'd rather be Ben Brown if I had to just guess. Um, but at the end of 44, Cinder White has had the most robust. I mean, I think Justin Brown, right? He had the candidate. I mean, the policy has been getting elected in Laquid County, the biggest vote county in that district for 20 years. It was a, it's a legitimate, she started off with the biggest base support, legitimate House member, legitimate uh, challenge. I think he's doing what he needs to do to win. Uh, then Senator White, uh, you know, I think he's uh, he's having to overcome some bad poll numbers. I think if the poll numbers would have started tanking for White before, then he would have been. Um, if the poll numbers would have would have tanked and he got that bad poll back right now, then do it everything. I think they got some bad numbers back and started investing early enough. He's going to be okay. Then the 22nd, very hard district to predict. I mean, Jeff Ward is a very hard person to get your hands around and know uh, what's up there. Uh, I don't know how that race goes. Dan Shaw probably has your institutional backing. Um, uh, he's got some lobbyist support. Um, Representative Coleman has some charter school folks support. Some She's probably the most politically talented on that Republican side. Uh, Jeff Ward... Uh, Obviously, his numbers have helped. I thought that could be name ID, that he might fall. It hasn't happened. If I had to just guess who I'd want to be, I think I'd want to be Rorter right now because he's put that – now, it's his own money, and you know how that goes.
but he's actually been spending his own money. So there you are. Um, I think the, the key to it is going to be, does he, does he cut loose of that money? I, I think he does. I think he has. I think the numbers have shown it's probably not a bad investment. Uh, obviously, when you put your own money in politics, be prepared to lose it. But he's And you've seen like, the other labor groups, I can tell you, they did not just say, Jeff, you run, we'll fund you. That's not how that went. The labor group said, if you, you can run if you want to, and if you're viable, we'll support you. And it was not a, there was no big cabal got together behind Rory and said, hey, we want you to do this. It was Jeff Rory saying, I want to do this. He spent his own money to get viable, and he's even some, he's, he's picking up some support now. If uh, the trial attorneys have laid out <laughs> exactly how um, the way to do it, they've been just investing heavily in candidates that needed money. Uh, Mike Moon needed money from trial attorneys to win. Rick Brad needed money from trial attorneys to win. And they really funded their conservative caucus, and they've done very well. You couldn't pass a tort reform bill through that thing if you moved it up sideways. There's no way they'd get to the Senate right now. Uh, and that's that's just an excellent job of politics, just basic politics trial attorneys doing. And I think what you may see if, if we're successful is a way unions can do the same. Could figure out, okay, well, if we make some strategic investments here, basically the Carpenters model, the Carpenters have done, uh, following their lead. Uh, you've seen when the Carpenters invested, you know, okay, that's legit. I mean, they put their marker down on some races last time and came up, I think they they gave very good value for their money. They invested in Rorta. I, I, I think, you know, because Charlotte and Mary Elizabeth are fishing for the same folks, right? Uh, I would say Mary Elizabeth would probably Colby would have a better shot of getting the most out of that pool. But if they don't attack Rorta, I'm not sure his uh, his uh, support doesn't hang. They know he's a Democrat by now. They're stuck with him. See what happens. It's a very it's very hard because Jeff Rorta is such an oddity. It's hard to compare him to other races. Uh, Representative Coleman has a lot of talent, which is a, you know, a little bit of an oddity in a race like this. Representative Shaw has a lot of institutional support. I think you could probably peg his supporters. He's going to have the most traditional supporters. Uh, but I'm not sure that the, whatever that pool is doesn't, doesn't, isn't big enough if Rory can hold his folks together. So it is, that's a volatile thing. There's nothing to compare it to. Uh, I don't know that you're going to be able to pick a solid winner until Election Day. You'll see some polling, but... I mean, again, a polling model there is going to be very tough to come up with. I mean, how do you how do you figure if folks are really going to be over Jeff being a Democrat? How do you figure if that union guy who, who votes Republican in the general pretty regularly actually pulls a Republican primary ballot? Probably not a big primary ballot voter. Probably hasn't voted that many primaries. Will he actually go pick a And if he goes and picks it up, I think he votes for Jeff. But does he go to the, they turn those guys out? Um, it could be a whole new, just like the trial attorneys last cycle, Whole new world for trial attorneys after two years ago, uh, when they when they kind of formed an allegiance with the conservative caucus. And keep my trial attorneys for the most part right now are just wanting to block stuff. It was a brilliant move, um, and it's paid very big dividends for them politically and the legislature. Now, outside of that, is there a um, can can folks go and and replicate that on a on a grand scale? Boy, I just don't know. We'll see. It'll be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see. I uh, I don't know if it's I don't know if you can replicate it um, with uh, with labor, but if you can, this is the way to do it. And Rort is a unique candidate, but I just, I think there's ways to to replicate some of his tactics that have been very successful. So if I had to guess right, I mean I would guess that I don't know. Of all the races, this is the most unique dynamic at play. Uh, the 22nd to me is the most interesting race. I don't know where it'll fall. If I had to guess right or die, I guess I would go with the polling. And Warda, based off his name ID and the fact that Representative Coleman and Shaw are kind of fish in the same pond, 
Um, and he was fortunate. Representative um, uh, Roden didn't have a lot of money to spend, but he is doing doors. That 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 probably takes away from Roden or from uh, Roden as much as anything. Uh, in the end of the day, I just think it'll be uh, it'll be interesting, and we're, we're going to learn a lot from it. And people that can predict things on unique situations that never happen, don't trust it because it's a guess. But if I just guess, I would say Rorda. If I a week out, if who I'd want to be, I'd want to be Rorda, I think. And I'm going off some polling that I don't trust their model because I don't even know. It's one of those things where you could tell. I could, if you told me the model in Northwest Missouri, I could probably tell you how much confidence I have in it. The model in the 22nd is such a unique race. I don't even know what your model would be. I don't even know how to argue with you. Because it's just there's nothing quite like it. Um, so it's going to be one of those interesting things to sit down and talk with pollsters how they would do a model of all these races. But especially, it's always interesting to me. But especially Jeffco this time, and we're going to go out on the ground, talk to some folks. You know, uh, you know, uh, you don't get to be first in math, last in math, last. And let's be honest, first in math, last in math, and first in marrying above you, what you should. Congratulations to Ryan McKenna, uh, married last Friday. I can't believe she did it. Uh, Congolds to Dickie Roberts, but congratulations to my buddy Ryan. Uh, I'm really happy for both of them. And uh, we're going to be happy to see you. We can talk to you all week. Look for an update every day. Somewhere from the road, listeners tomorrow. Then we're going to join Austin. We're going to join Pete in the morning. Talk to the Senate primaries. It's going to be a fun time. Uh, I think we, uh, Gussie, you ready to head to Raw? Let's roll out. We'll see you on the F 150 campaign tour.